You are listening to WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana, heard worldwide on jazz radio, WETF.org. My name is John Clark, and this is the Jazz Focus. Thank you for joining us, and uh, hope you're a regular tuner-inner to the Jazz Focus this time, or one of the other times we're on WETF. Today, we're going to be taking a very focused look at uh, about a week-long period, maybe slightly longer than a week, um, in the life of the Count Basie Orchestra. Uh, Count Basie, of course, was the great pianist from Red Bank, New Jersey, who ended up uh, in the late 20s in Kansas City and started taking on the um, style of Kansas City jazz players at that time. He had studied a little bit with Fats Waller when he was back home, but he was uh, traveling with various blues and reviews and so forth and was stranded in Kansas City. He started working, first of all, with Walter Page's Blue Devils and then uh, with the Benny Moten Orchestra. And then when Benny Moten passed away, he kind of picked up the uh, the loose pieces of that band and started the first Count Basie Orchestra at the Reno Club in Kansas City in about 1935 or so. Uh, John Hammond heard them on the radio and brought them uh, to New York via Chicago and Pittsburgh, actually. They filled out the band a little bit, and they became the probably the most influential swing band of the period from 1936 to 1940 or so, uh, mainly built on the rhythm section, the all-American rhythm section, uh, but also having some great soloists like Lester Young. Herschel Evans, Buck Clayton, Harry Edison, and so forth. So by the late 1940s, in common with every other big band, Count Basie had to break up the larger group uh, due to financial reasons. The big band era had run its course by about 1949, and he just couldn't afford to keep a big band on the road. So he reduced to a a smaller group, which variously went from eight to nine pieces. Uh, They recorded a number of tunes that were semi-bebop in orientation. They had players like Fats Navarro and Wardell Gray, Buddy DeFranco, uh, in the the personnel, so had a little bit more of a modern cast. Uh, But by 1950-51, Basie had decided to put the big band back together, and he assembled what came to be known as the New Testament Band, which, rather than relying on uh, solos and head arrangements and just a driving beat, as the band in the 1930s and into the 40s did, uh, this band was kind of organized uh, by a ranger, and he had a stable of arrangers who uh, knew what he wanted and created that uh, really extraordinary sound that the Basie Band of the 1950s got. And they had uh, a number of successful records in the 1950s, including things like April in Paris and Shiny Stockings, and then recordings with Joe Williams, and then later with Ella Fitzgerald, and lots of other things. So we're going to be listening to a series of recordings that he made for Verve Records in New York City in January of 1956. These were all done January 5th, 6th, 11th, really just three three or four dates at the time. And... Um, this really showed the band off at a, at a kind of a peak. This particular group of musicians had been together for quite a while. Um, in the next few years, a few of them started peeling off and going into other places, and he hired replacements. But this band was really a, a, a well-oiled machine. It was the Rolls-Royce of the big bands, uh, I think you'd have to say. The personnel of the group are, was, Wendell Cully, Ronald Jones, Thad Jones, and Joe Newman on trumpets. Most of the trumpet solos we're going to hear today are by Joe Newman, although we might get a Thad Jones in there occasionally. On trombone, we have Henry Coker, Bill Hughes, and Benny Powell. 
Leading the saxophone section and playing a clarinet solo here and there is Marshall Royal, a great West Coast uh, musician. Bill Graham plays the other alto sax. He may get a solo or two as well. He was a bebop player who had come up with uh, Dizzy Gillespie in the early part of the 50s. On tenors, we have Frank West and Frank Foster. Frank West also plays a little bit of alto and flute as well. Charlie Folks plays baritone sax. Basie, of course, on piano with his right-hand man, Freddie Green, still on guitar. Eddie Jones on bass and Sonny Payne on drums. We started out with a tune called Dinner with Friends, uh, which was a um, Neil Hefty arrangement that featured Joe Newman on trumpet and Frank Foster on tenor sax. Then we heard a Frank Foster arrangement of a Duke Ellington tune called What Am I Here For?, which had another wonderful solo by Joe Newman. So we're going to play a, a set coming up, which is mostly arrangements by Ernie Wilkins, who is a saxophone player, tenor and alto, who played with Basie in the earlier part of the 50s, but retired from the road to concentrate on arranging. Having said that, we're actually going to start out with a non-Ernie Wilkins tune. This tune is called Magic, and it was an arrangement by Frank West that features him on alto sax instead of tenor. He uh, went back and forth, as did uh, Ernie Wilkins earlier in the decade. Then we're going to hear uh, four Ernie Wilkins arrangements. Uh, the first one is called Dolphin Dip. It was composed by Ronald Jones um, and arranged by Ernie Wilkins. Then uh, Stompin' and Jumpin', uh, which is, uh, as I said, another uh, Wilkins tune. Flute Juice, which suitably you'll understand will, flute, uh, will, flute, will feature Frank West on flute. And then we're going to finish up with Big Red. All Ernie Wilkins arrangements, all very driving big band performances. So that's our set coming up. Magic, Dolphin Dip, Stompin' and Jumpin', Flute Juice, and Big Red.
I'm not sure the level of precision that this band had achieved by January of 1956 has ever really been approached uh, again. And this was a tremendous band full of great players, all good, solid technical musicians, good readers and so forth. The uh, comparison with the earlier Basie band was that the early Basie band, there were a lot of fellows in that group who didn't read very well, so they did head arrangements and created things night after night that were extraordinary in their own right. But this band had something else going. So we started out with Magic, the uh, Frank West tune that featured Frank West on alto sax, and uh, also um, featured, um, I believe, Benny Powell on trombone. Not too sure about that. Anyway, then we went on to those four Ernie Wilkins arrangements. We started out with Dolphin Dip, which had been composed by the lead trumpet player, Ronald Jones, uh, and uh, that featured Bill Hughes on trombone. Following that, we went to Stumpin', Stompin' and Jumpin', which featured the other alto sax player, uh, Bill Graham on alto, more of a bebop style, along with Frank Foster on tenor sax and some Bill New uh, Joe Newman in there as well on trumpet. Great stomping performance. Then on to something a little bit different, Flute Juice, which was, uh, as I said, an Ernie Wilkins composition, featuring Frank West on flute all the way through. Basie's band was among the first to feature a flute player as a regular soloist in the person of Frank West. Earlier on, Chick Webb had Wayman Carver, and um, uh, Cab Calloway even had, a, uh, I think it was Andrew Brown, played some flute solos on his band, but not uh, anywhere to the degree that uh, Frank West was featured with the Basie Band. Then we finished up with that tune, Big Red, a good uh, minor-keyed opus there that featured Thad Jones, in this case, on trumpet, and Frank Foster on tenor, along with a couple of trombone solos in there, uh, Benny Powell and Henry Coker trading off a chorus. And uh, seamlessly, really, I don't think I would have even realized it was two trombones until the notes told me that, so I'm taking them at their word. So we're going to go on. I should mention that uh, these uh, recordings that I'm uh, using the Count Basie uh, band recordings in January of 1956 came largely from two LPs. One was called Hall of Fame, which featured many of the Ernie Wilkins arrangements, and then the April in Paris album. April in Paris was recorded at a different time, and I'm steering away from the well-known tunes. Uh, we're doing most of the January tunes, but um, we're uh, going to be uh, hitting a few other things here as well, a few oddities too. That kind of describes what the next one is, another Ernie Wilkins tune. This one is a, an extended performance of a blues called The Blues Inside Out. Wilkins was uh, tasked with writing uh, a longer piece in this case, and we are uh, happily given uh, the opportunity to hear Marshall Royal play a long clarinet solo, which he wasn't doing much at this time. He played in the section, played lead parts, and so forth, but he uh, had been known in his earlier days, in the 1940s especially, as an outstanding clarinet and alto soloist with Lionel Hampton and some other bands out in the Los Angeles area. Also going to hear some great Joe Newman on trumpet and The Boss, Count Basie on piano, who was playing really runs through all of these tunes, whether in solo or uh, as just driving the rhythm section. Then after that, we're going to go to a tune called uh, Lollipop, and that is a Neil Hefty tune and arrangement, followed by The Lady in Lace, a Frank Foster tune that he said was inspired by Satin Doll, a Duke Ellington tune, which came out about the same time. Then uh, a very cool piece called The Midgets, which featured two shorter members of the band, Frank West on flute and Joe Newman on trumpet. And uh, that tune was composed and arranged by Joe Newman. Kind of a rarity there.
So those will be our tunes coming up. The Blues uh, on the Outside, or excuse me, Blues Inside Out by Ernie Wilkins. It's a longer performance, and that will lead us to Lollipop, The Lady in Lace, and The Midgets, all Count Basie and his orchestra, January of 1956.
Lighthearted playing by the Count Basie Orchestra. We started out with a kind of a uh, bluesy blues, The Blues Inside Out by Ernie Wilkins, featuring a long clarinet solo by Marshall Royal, also some good Joe Newman and Count Basie in there. Then we went on to Lollipop, the Neil Hefty tune that featured uh, Frank Foster on tenor sax. Nice bouncy tune there. Then Frank Foster's own tune, The Lady in Lace, taken uh, or inspired, I should say, by Satin Doll, a great tenor solo on that one as well. Also some good piano, by the way. Then we finished up with the Midgets, a Joe Newman tune and arrangement that featured him on trumpet and Frank Wess on flute uh, with a little bassy piano in the middle. So I want to thank you very much for joining us. This is some really outstanding big band music uh, recorded in January of 1956 for Verve by Count Basie and his orchestra. We are here together on WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana, heard worldwide on jazz radio, WETF.org. My name is John Clark. This is the Jazz Focus. We have two more tunes for you. We have a little bit of an unusual tune for the Count Basie Orchestra. This is called Mambo Inn, uh, composed by Edgar Sampson, Mario Bowser, and Bobby Wooden. And... Uh, cashes in, hopefully, on the uh, mambo craze of the 1950s. Didn't really go anywhere, but it's a great tune. And then we're going to end up with a real jazz classic, I guess you'd have to say, Denzel Best's tune, Move, which features Thad Jones on trumpet, Frank West on tenor, and uh, Sonny Payne on drums. And that's a Frank West arrangement. So thank you very much, and tune in again next week.